This podcast is brought to you by Knowledge at Wharton. I'm Katherine Klein. I'm the Vice Dean for Social Impact here at Wharton and a Professor of Management. And I'm delighted today to be speaking with my colleague, David Musto, Professor David Musto, Chair of the Wharton Finance Department. And we're going to be talking about David's most recent research with several colleagues on impact investing. So David, thanks for joining us. Well, it's great to be here. Thank you. And so you have recently, uh, uh, not yet published, but put out a paper, uh, Contracts with Benefits. Contracts with Benefits, the Implementation of Impact Investing, research you've done with Jess Jeffers, Chris Gatesy, and Ann Tucker. Um, so we want to dig into the findings and what you focused on. But first, let's start with impact investing. What's impact investing? All right. Well, Impact investing is a term that's gained a lot of currency recently. The term itself doesn't go back that far. Um, it's usually sourced to about 2007. Right. But it was referring to a practice which had grown uh, significantly to that point. And you'll hear different definitions, but uh, the definition that I think works best uh, for our research is that Impact investing is investing with, uh, with profits in mind, certainly, but also uh, some other social benefits, some other social purpose in mind, too. So you can think of it as, as two bottom lines. So it's not just, well, we're going to want to make money, but let's make the world a better place. It's, you have two very specific bottom lines, making money and something, and something well-defined that you're also pursuing as a social benefit, and you're doing both at once. Got it. And... So as a finance professor, what's intrigued you about this topic? What has captivated your interest? Well, if you look at uh, financial research and sort of economic research in general, there's a lot of research on managing other people's money to make more money. Mm -hmm. right, that, that's a fundamental activity in the economy. Uh, all of us have some of our money being managed by someone else. And what do we think they're going to do with it? Well, they want to make more money. And uh, that's a perfectly uh, fine thing to do. There's a lot of virtue in that. But um, if you think about laying on another goal on top of that, not just we're going to deliver money, but there's something very specific other goal in mind, mm -hmm. then that really changes the relationship in a number of ways. And... Um, Given the, the growth in impact investing, just how much money is now devoted to funds pursuing mm -hmm. this, that we, it's time to take a look. It's time to take a look at how, how do people try to um, structure these contracts to pursue more than one goal at a time? And then also, uh, what happens? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. right. And as you think about the pursuit of these two goals, of a social goal, a social or environmental goal, and a profit goal, do you... Is your hypothesis that they are negatively related, that they're positively related, that it depends and it's, you know, and there's no relationship, you know, not, a, not a clear positive or a clear negative? Well, the initial intuition would be if I'm a fund manager and I'm looking at all the ways I can invest your money, mm -hmm. um, there's many different ways. And then if I trim that down by any uh, method at all, um, including uh, which of these different ways mm -hmm. of investing mm -hmm. 
for uh, for profit also serves some other goal. Well, I've I have shrunk my investment opportunity set, you could call it, and. Th- the best opportunity in that shrunken set is is not going to be better than the best opportunity in the full set, right? Mm-hmm. Whether it's worse, well, it could be, uh, uh, just logically, mm-hmm. uh, because mm-hmm. you've sliced away part of, of what you could have done. Um, so the initial intuition would be you have... You have implemented a trade-off. There's a trade-off involved here, right? You you, you gave up some right. possibilities um, because it's important to you to uh, serve to serve this additional mm-hmm. goal. Mm-hmm. And you said that's the initial intuition. Does that mean this is up for investigation and we're not clear? Uh, well, yeah, it's, it's certainly it's an open question uh, what actually uh, what actually happens, right? What mm-hmm. actually happens to your to your uh, pursuit of profit when you add these additional goals when you when you uh, limit what you're willing to do? Um, so yeah, that's an, that's an open question. And um, it's also um, possible, of course, that by picking a um, an investment that serves a particular social purpose goal, this could turn out to be ex post the more you know financially profitable thing mm-hmm. to do, mm-hmm. given changes in society, changes in regulation that that sort of differ the, the outcomes mm-hmm. of, pro- of projects in the future. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So there's been a little research, and let's, we'll, we'll talk about that before we get to contracts with benefit. There's been a little research that you've been involved with, I know uh, partly with some of the Wharton right. Social Impact team, to look at the, you know, how good is the financial performance of these impact investing funds. Tell us a little bit about what you've found in that research. Right. So this is a project where, um, with the Social Impact Initiative, we developed a database of funds that self-identify as impact funds. And so just remember the whole structure of investing, right? You have the fund that has um, investors in the fund that could be pension funds, wealthy individuals, uh, endowments, and so on. And then the funds themselves invest out the money in portfolio companies. So we have the um, we have the invest we have the data from the funds they provided to us the data on their investment out in portfolio companies and we could see you know, money going out and you can see money coming back in mm-hmm. and you can also see the uh, appraisals of the companies that are still. In process, yep. right? And so, you, so you need all those things. You need money going out, money coming in, and value of what's still there as 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 a sort of an ongoing investment. And putting that all together, we ask the question: um, Well, okay, I I can see now what is being made investing out in these portfolio companies by impact funds. Let's run a thought experiment where you're not investing out in. Those those impact companies, you are investing in just you know small stock, something mm-hmm. like that. So it's something that's that's like that in some way, except you know it's just some benchmark, easily accessible. Right, you had to investment. have some comparison yeah, to say you, how how yeah, how you, well are these investments doing relative to something. Yeah, thought experiment where it's actually a feasible other thing you could have done with your money and something that's in some way similar. Right. And we so we ran that thought experiment, and what did we come up with? Well, it's about the same. Right. I mean, we we do some uh, 
um, statistical uh, tests involved. Sure. I don't want to get into the details of that, but the the bottom line of it was, well, it was about the same. Right. Uh, so uh, you're not seeing, well, you're you're doing gangbusters here. You're making a huge amount more than whatever. It was you know it was about the same. Right. Right. So right. And so this was this was important news for the field when this report, which we call Great Expectations, came out because it was some indication that right. Yeah. You, you know, know yeah. about that shrinkage. Mm-hmm. That you sort of associate with with uh, eliminating things that are not socially beneficial or maybe socially harmful, um, and so you know about that. And so, okay, so what's happened to your financial returns? It's well, we're not we're not, we're not seeing we're not seeing a, a degradation. Right, right. And this was looking specifically at at private equity funds, right? That seems important. This to is all make private clear. investment. Yeah, remember these guys are these are startups. The, the, some of them are very big. Some of these are 10 employees in the portfolio company. Um, I think they got up to like 10,000 employees. Uh, so they weren't all tiny. Right. Um, They're just not publicly traded. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Got it. So um, you've now gone on to do new research, right. as we were describing contracts with benefits. What was the focus of that research? Well, okay. So one thing to point out is it's that same database Bigger and better now. Yes, yeah, it's, it's grown. We we get more um, more uh, funds sharing their data, and partly you know they they were interested in the original research and and we presented around and 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 um, our partners help us compile a, um, a bigger and bigger database. But the point is that the database has not only that cash in cash out and you know audited financials and that kind of thing. It also has. The contracts. Right. Remember, there's contracts. You know, the contracts between the fund and the portfolio company, and there's also the contract between the fund and its investors. Right. You have contracts going both directions, right. and so th- this allows us to see how do people, as our title said, implement impact investing. Right. How do you? We we, we know how people have have learned to write contracts just in the the general. Solving the general problem of delegated money management, which is which is already a complicated management, and mm-hmm. people only have to look at the newspaper to see how things can blow up in that arrange in that arena, and how the contract can be very important. So those are that that's a complex contracting environment with a long history. And the question is, okay, this is this is taking that and adding something more. Right? It's right. adding uh, your investors want to see. Um, want to see not just profits, but impact. And then the fund itself investing out in the company, they also want to see not just profits, but impact. Uh, and of course, the funds want to make sure, the investors want to make sure that the funds make sure, mm-hmm. right? So yeah. everyone, so so um, so you have sort of uh, multiplied the issues that could arise. Uh, you might think, well, these are these are well-meaning people. You don't really need a contract to tell them what to do. Well, mm-hmm. you know, it just you know, once again, look at the newspaper to see all the times that supposedly well-meaning sure. people uh, um, veered off the path that that their uh, that their you know beneficiaries thought they were supposed to stay on. So 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 it is an interesting legal question. Uh, what do uh, what happens? And what, what happens to contracting? So we so we took those contracts from the same database, and we engaged a team of law students. Right. So this is not just the Wharton School now, but also law students from from Penn's law school, 
who had to essentially code this. In other words, right. you're reading the contract and and you're seeing these terms. You know, terms tend to be kind of boilerplate, con con one contract to the next. You, you use a term or you don't. If you use it, it's probably worded this similarly one to the other. So you can kind of start coding up mm -hmm. a contract. They have, they have A and B, but they don't have C, and D has this other little thing going on. And so you can code it up that way, and then you can start asking sort of quantitative questions about what is ultimately a textual uh, you know, uh, and, and item. So, yeah. And so the, question, the key question here is, do these contracts, how, do the contracts written by impact investing funds uh, and signed look mm -hmm. different from those in more traditional funds? How do they deal with the fact that there are these twin goals of impact and financial performance? Well, I think the main thing we see, uh, and maybe this isn't an enormous surprise, but uh, it was it was interesting to see how see it play out in real life. Was um, the the direct role of impact in in the operation of the funds mandated by the um, contracts. So, you know, the, the, a fund will have a diligence process, right? Think, think of how uh, a VC fund uh, operates. They mm -hmm. take pitches from easily 10,000 different startups, oh, right? And yeah. 10,000. And so you have this gigantic order flow. You have to distill down to the, you know, 10 or 20 companies you actually invest in. Um, and this is, this is going to be mediated by um, different committees, uh, investment committees, diligence committees, and all. And you, you build in, you can see the contracts would build in uh, impact assessments mm -hmm. into, mm -hmm. the, um, uh, into the process by which you're, you make it or you don't make it right. uh, in, in, the, in that filtering process. Right. So that's a screening process that would not hurt. It would not occur or a screen that would not occur in a traditional PE fund. Right. right. And then, yeah, absolutely. And then you also see um, more, more governance um, by the fund in the portfolio companies. Uh, more uh, presence on the board. I mean, it, mm -hmm. you generally, you're going to mm -hmm. see some appetite for presence on the board. If I'm investing in a startup, I want to have mm -hmm. more uh, more say over yeah. what happens. But th but there's even more of that. So it sounds like the key differences you're finding are, but when you compare these contracts to uh, the contracts of more traditional funds, is first of all, you actually see impact written into these contracts. Right. Yeah. Uh, and second of all, you're seeing, as you said, more governance, more attention to. We're going to take a seat on the the board of the portfolio company, for example. Is that right. is that th those are key findings? Yeah, yeah. So so you see that um, you know as we refer to that in the paper as operationalized impact, mm -hmm. right? You know mm -hmm. that uh, um, this is uh, sort of just guaranteeing that it ends up being part of, part of the process. And so, th is your view that this is a this sort of counteracts? window dressing. It means that as an investor, you can actually be confident that, no, 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 we're taking impact seriously as we're selecting portfolio companies. Uh, it's not just right, yeah. marketing spiel that's not accurate. Right. No, I, I would agree that that um, it's, it's a fundamental part of the contract. And, you know, just one way to think about contracting is it you know defines what you can get sued over mm, right mm -hmm. and so if I say that um, impact has to be part of the diligence process you might think well anyone can sort of wave their hands at that that mm -hmm. you know I, oh yeah we thought about we thought about uh, um, 
impact, but you know only one percent of the companies make it. So you know, well, no. If you, if 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 um, if we don't see the paper trail of how exactly impact uh, assessment entered into the choice of these of these funds of these companies mm -hmm. and why you chose those and not others, you know, look, we we hired you for a job and you didn't do it, right? And uh, uh, that would be bad. Right, yes. And did you see differences between funds, impact funds, that are, uh, you know, that are most focused on profits? Yes, we're absolutely trying to get market rate returns. And those which might be more comfortable with concessionary returns. Is that an important distinction among impact investing funds with implications for how they contract? Yeah, well, so just most uh, directly, of course, um, the, the compensation structure um, can uh, will will alter a little bit in in those situations, right? The compensation structure will will um, uh, be targeted towards a potentially lower threshold of expectations of of profits. In uh -huh. this case, yeah. Uh -huh. okay. uh, if in those funds that are that are seeking concessionary returns. Yeah. So that means that the 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 way that the folks who are working there, the analysts, um, the general partners are getting compensated is going to be less tied to profit. Is that what you're seeing? Yeah. Well, so so um, essentially, um, the um, the performance fee part of it mm. uh, will kick in potentially at at a lower number is, is, is one mm -hmm. way to think about mm -hmm. it. And then in terms of the this uh, impact operational operationalizing impact, do these funds differ this way? Are there are contra are contracts more focused on impact in concessionary funds or you know do they actually pay less attention to it in in building that into the contract? Well, I, I say in that case, we didn't see a whole lot of statistically significant difference. Mm. Um, there's some suggestive things, but I think this is where I don't want to go too far in a limb. Uh, of course, we're always hoping to build out our database and get more and more, um, more and more documents to uh, to help. Um, uh, Strengthen our sample right. size to be able right. to make more precise right. comments. Right, about it's that. probably a good time to to yeah. mention that we are yeah. always at the Wharton Social Impact Initiative, and you know, in collaboration with you and others, really eager to continue to build out our funds. So, if there are impact investing fund managers listening to or or ultimately reading a transcript of this interview, we want your data too and reach out to us. Well, yeah, so certainly for for publishing uh, in any uh, economics. Uh, Journal um, in the academic environment, people want to see that you got a, a representative sample. Not right. representative um, in all the ways you can come up with, and then of course, big enough that your statistical tests right. have have the power to to draw distinctions. Right. So going back to your findings, what do you think um, are the implications that you've you know at the highest level? What have you learned from this research? From this from analyzing all these contracts? What do you think we learned from this research? Well, I, mean, I think the, the main, the highest level punchline would be that um, I think I think you put you put it uh, well there about this question of, of window dressing. Uh, you can imagine um, a, a pension fund or some other investor um, saying investing in a fund that that identifies as an impact fund, say, well, look what we did. You know, mm -hmm. we're making the world a better place. Well, you know, what, what's really happened here? Um, I think you need to look very uh, closely at what, at what they really legally agreed to, to um, 
to uh, draw any conclusions about what the pension fund has really done by investing your money this way. And now that we see, if you break open these contracts, that in fact there is a lot of commitment mm -hmm. to the um, social benefit in this, in this uh, contracting environment. Um, it's showing us that this is, is more than just um, optics. Got it. Right. Yeah, and that's an important finding to be sure. Right. What do you think uh, are the, the, the most important questions for researchers to study? Uh, you know, impact investing is a new field. Getting the data together is, is difficult. That's part of the reason we've been working on this so much. What are the important questions for researchers in your field or maybe other fields to tackle as impact investing grows in importance? Well, certainly one thing we want to um, address is the success towards the non-financial goals, right? I mentioned the previous research. Mm -hmm. Well, that, that was all about the financial goals. Right. Uh, um, and as we said, well, that's half of it. And it, 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 the other half is, of course, going to be company specific. Mm -hmm. The goal is mm -hmm. going to vary. You know, funds have different sorts of goals, and within the fund, the companies invest out into have um, different goals. They, they would they would uh, typically uh, commit themselves to performance. Their their key performance indicators are going to reference a benchmark that they can be measured against. Well, okay, so that's that would seem to be the other shoe here, right? You know, get those benchmarks, look look at their performance, how do they do? Um, you know, how how what kind of success are they having mm -hmm. toward towards these goals? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Those are important and big questions, I think. Uh, and it's interesting to me as a professor of management, talking with you as a professor of finance, that I think this question of how do companies manage these dual goals? Are they achieving the, these dual goals? When is there a trade-off? When is there not? These are topics that I think are interesting to you know, academics across disciplines, whether you're in management, whether you're in marketing, whether you're in finance. Um, you know, I think that's, that's the... the it's, it's just it's very interesting to see a common question attract so much attention from different researchers and obviously uh, important research still to be done to to really tackle that. Um, but it sounds like so what what we've seen from the research that you've done these 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 two papers, one, some encouraging news of, yeah, you're probably making market rate returns or uh, in investing. Uh, that's what the initial findings would say. two, um, the legal contracts are building an impact. You can you can have some confidence that impact is being taken seriously. I think what you're saying is number three would really like to know more about what does that impact actually look like. Uh, yeah, which is a, a, an important challenge, uh, an important issue in the field of impact investing, to be sure. Yeah, absolutely. And I just say it's because it varies so much one company to the next. Uh, how how can we make sort of aggregate statements about this, we'll have to see. I mean, right, we want right. to get the data, um, take a look, and uh, report back to you. Great. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for talking with me. It's uh, great to have you with us. Thank you. Well, it's great to be here. Great. Thanks. For more insight from Knowledge at Wharton, please visit knowledge.wharton.upenn.edu. Thank you.